Hey guys, it's Who Wants Manus here. We're talking about comedy today. Getting that old haha in there. Laugh out loud. Some of our favorite comedians, favorite comedy movies, a little bit of things that we've had, such as vines, things like that. We're all we're gonna touch on a broad spectrum of comedy here today. So uh, stick around for the episode. Bananas. <laughs> oh, a hearty chortle. Uh, a guffaw. What's, like what's guffaw. so funny? Comedy. I'm glad you asked. You and humor. Just fucking knocked that bad boy out of the park. Thanks for uh, underhanding that to me. That was beautiful. You're welcome. That's what we're, I do. It's my thing. We're uh, we're getting a little meta today. We're talking about the, the funny ha-has. We're actually not going to make any jokes about jokes. I was going to say... <laughs> That's, that's gonna be this very, is not going to be a funny uh, episode. This is, very, this is serious, guys. We're talking about comedy and humor here. Correct. There's no room for laughter in this if podcast. If any of us laugh, you're all going to hell. Listeners and us included, we'll meet you down there. We're going to be on a Greyhound because that's the closest thing to hell I can think of. And yeah, it's about going right. to be a good time if we make it. This is very true. Or that so, airplane where you actually, like... They had Die. the seat so close together. Well, that too. I was going to say the one that's so close together where you can't actually fully sit. You just sort of awkwardly squat like six inches behind and the person. And then when the plane you. crashes, your knees end up in your asshole. So. No, you just turn into like a puddle or something. <laughs> that's, huh, this plane's magic. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I mean, there's not much of a plane left. It uses everything that it has to turn you into a puddle. So. Huh. Yeah. This got weird uh, about two minutes in. Yep. Uh, it's very New record. <laughs> I think so. I don't think that's a record. It might it's, be. It's not. Somebody out there, go listen to all 40-ish of our episodes and uh, let, us, let know. us know if that's a record of how we <laughs> how quickly we've gone off the rails. But no, today I want we want to talk about uh, you know, just general general comedy, kind of how the landscape has, has changed over the years, what uh, we're looking at in movie shows, various media, how they've evolved through through what the kids are calling memes. Um, All those pesky maymays. I do oh, like a good meme. <laughs> oh God, yeah, just I feel the need to put on not a heavy shoe. Put on my beaten but, shoes, right? Like a, a shoe that you put on and go, man, this has some heft to it, and just throat kick you. And because <laughs> well, that's see, that's challenging because I'm not good at throat, so I got to practice, and it's a heavy shoe, so I got to do a lot of extra work, watching a lot of Jean Claude Van Damme movies, wearing no shirt for no reason. Kevin and, Bacon movies with Roundhouse. I feel like you just like. Took a very long way to say, like, I I really want to punch you right now. No, No, you said throat kick. Throat kick, because that... Yeah, same end. I can punch somebody in the throat, no problem. It's about the right level already. Requires dedication. When I do deliver that hefty shoe throat kick, you know it meant something, because it took weeks to get there. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like an artisanal beating. (laughs) An artisanal beating. Okay. It's handcrafted. You know there was love. Handcrafted (laughs) and conflict-free. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> yeah. Conflict ending, right? So, so memes. <laughs> yes, maymays, maymays. Jesus, I fucking they, do like they, memes. They've gotten better. So they've been around for a really long time. Define really long time. Per who <laughs> wants bananas statistics? Ten years. Ah, uh, yes, our stat team. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ten years since 09? I'm pretty sure they've been around longer than that. Actually, yeah, it probably. is argued that the first meme... Well, first off, what exactly is a meme? A picture Before, with funny words. So, a funny picture. 
Yeah, with words. Text, usually. Yeah, there's text involved with the meme. See, here I have an element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially imitation, i.e. a humorous image, video, piece of text, etc. that is copied, often with slight variations, and spread rapidly by internets. That's right. I was. You, you had, I like my definition. You better. had me in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> A meme right there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the first part of that didn't. The internet didn't know how to define itself. That was weird. That um, is essentially so. Yeah. The, uh, the. Did that tell you when it started though? Uh, it is argued that the first meme was 1921. Yeah, I call bullshit on what that. What was it? It was if you just look up on Google the first meme. I'm going to Google it. It's actually kind of, it's it's accurate to a lot of things that we've seen today. It's a picture of a very handsome looking dapper man and like, you know, like a dinner jacket and everything. How you think you look when a flashlight is taken, which is an old timey term for picture. And then the next picture is some dweeby looking dude in the same outfit that says how you really look. I don't feel like that was actually done in 1921. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, looking at it, I don't know. It just, it, I don't know. Or it's really well done. True. Very true. I mean, if if that is the first one, then I think the the SpongeBob meme that's out now, the uh the condescending SpongeBob, I think that's what it is. Is that the one? You've you've seen the one Maybe. Or, I with know the sarcastic text it. and everything. Yeah. yeah. I, that basically is kind of the same sort of thing. Actually, the more I talk about it, the more I the one where it's like alternating capital and lowercase letters. Yeah, the mocking SpongeBob. Is I yeah. feel like that has nothing to do with this. Uh, I, yeah, the, yeah, the more I talked about it, the more I realized <laughs> I'm horribly wrong. Um, it's more or less like, I mean, this format already, it, this format exists. It's like what you think you look like when you, and it's always a picture of like some model or some really handsome looking dude, and it's what you actually look like. True. True. But that's exactly what this memes is. Memes themselves are a wonderful outlet for comedy, in my opinion. I love scrolling through social media and finding awesome memes because I always get a wicked good laugh out of it. Yeah, and then they get uh, they do get a little weird. Oh, from for time sure. To time when you get them all deep fried. Not a fan. So the deep fried memes is basically memes that have just been thrown through. Crazy filters. Uh, usually a fuck ton of image processing, so you get all sorts of artifacts and distortion and all that. And usually the jokes are just bad. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some really good ones. aggressive and dumb, in my opinion. Deep Fried Memes has just really taken the metagame way too far. They, yeah, they tried to evolve it into its own thing. And it, it's just, I don't, it's weird. Like that and the, uh, we're talking about kind of more more things along those lines, like, uh, like when Vines were out. I don't understand the trend of like the heavily distorted audio where it just peaks and it's aggressively either. high. I, I don't get it, but I do like it. I, I do it. think <laughs> on some things it's actually kind of funny, but I feel like it's in a lot of places where it doesn't make sense. Like it, you, if you're going to use these distorted audio, use this as part of the joke. Don't just do it because, oh, distorted audio is funny. No, it's obnoxious. <laughs> it right. Hurts. And on the ones where they actually do it to actually make it part of the joke, it's funny, but right. there's a lot of stuff out there to your point where it's just like people seem like they're just throwing distorted audio on there because that seems to be a trend. And yeah, it's supposed to be loud and aggressive. Like, no, 
I'm an audio nerd, and that's upsetting. I don't <laughs> I like don't hearing like it. that. It sounds terrible. <laughs> it's just bad. Make it just just don't do that. Yeah. Uh, and it'd probably be better. Could be, but yeah, that's definitely the vines and the short little GIF videos and things like that. Those have definitely become super popular. Uh, well, Vine. I know Vine's not around anymore. <laughs> Vine died. Vine was murdered by Which Snapchat. Too bad, because I really liked Vines. Vines were Vi- fantastic. Vine was murdered by the Viners. <laughs> yeah. Because, because it did kind of run off the rails a there, little there bit. There was a golden age where the Vines were funny, and then all of a sudden... Everybody you, wanted to be a Viner. You have models hawking poop tea, so... Yeah. What? The Any of the probiotic tea? Yeah. Oh, oh the flat yeah, tummy yeah. tea and stuff. It's, it's going to make you shit. A but lot. we're gonna we're gonna have pretty ladies tell you that in fewer words, so you'll buy it. Like, <laughs> all right, now Vine just to of all course. That being said, now now Vine is basically or the new Vine is TikTok. TikTok. Did that start in the U.S. or did that start like in Japan, China? I, I believe no Chi- clue. China. That would make. I mean, that would make sense. If, that if, was back when it was musically. Yes, and then in the is it, it's would the same company own it or they were bought out by TikTok. Well, it's a different company that owns TikTok. Right. They bought Musical.ly. Right. And started using their platform. Um, I will say, back when I had Facebook, I hated those advertisements so much. No, we know. (laughs) I didn't care for them myself, but it's just like any other ad. You just scroll past it. Uh, These ones are just... They seem to be particularly annoying. Yeah. No, I, uh, (laughs) I always go, oh... Maybe this one will be interesting. I'm like, oh, I've seen this one 27 times. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe, like, oh, maybe it'll be different this time. Nope, it's the exact same thing. TikTok, you have one of the largest video libraries on the planet. Just rotate your ads. Yeah, I don't want to see the same thing over it's, and over again. It's Facebook. You can upload multiple videos. You can just say, hey, play these ones. In some sort of order. Just ran, shuffle them, whatever. You figure out which ones, maybe, you figure out which ones do better. Maybe one works better than the rest. And that's they the one that they ran with. Using that one. God, I'm not even going to say which one it is because I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fucking TikTok. I, I honestly don't know anything about TikTok. I have not seen people. Like, my brother uses, he watches shit on TikTok all the time. See, the interesting part is I feel like. Vine, there were people, there were creators, there were things you knew about TikTok and that, that kind right. of spilled over to to other mediums. Spilled over to YouTube, spilled over to Facebook, Twitter, whatever. I can't think of a single person go, oh, they're a TikToker. You know, it, I well, can't either, but I bet that's going to be a thing soon. Keep in mind, we are at a... We, I don't really know how to put it. We're at a different point in the social media game where I feel like we're kind of stuck in our ways. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who call themselves, you know, either professional TikTokers, like you had professional Viners and stuff like right. that. True. But we're not really a part of that well area, even, so we we wouldn't know. Even even in Vine, even without going into Vine, even without like regularly watching Vine, you knew who the people were that were doing it. Even if you didn't know the names, you recognized the faces. Right. The videos and the media got to other places. They got rehosted elsewhere or whatever. You you know them. Like, I follow some of them still now on social media and not even necessarily followed them on Vine. Right. Um, I've, at least in the U.S., it doesn't seem like TikTok has made quite that jump yet or there isn't a prominent creator. Um, not yet, I would say. Not that I know of. 
Um, I don't know. I know that there's a lot of stuff. Oh, it's a fuck they are, yeah. They are a huge fan, from what my brothers told me, of the... Uh, I'm going to... I don't know what the hell it's actually called, but the Instagram where you can have it, like, play a loop, but it just goes forward and backwards. Boomerang? Forward. Yeah, the boomerang. There we go. They do that a lot, I guess, in a lot of these videos. So the, it almost seems like they're piggybacking off of uh, some Instagram tools. Now, it's like they combined Instagram and Vine. If it... Uh, I mean, eh. The I'm curious. So is it a is it a Chinese? I believe it is. It musically is, was. I believe it is a Chinese company that owns it. Um. So it's developed by ByteDance, but who? Ah. Uh, so mm, I'm I'm gonna fuck this up. All uh, right. It's let's the, do it. The the name in Chinese is Douyin. D-O-U-Y-I-N. Oh, boy. Sorry if I butchered that. Um, Probably did. September 2016. App was launched 2017 by ByteDance for markets outside of China. ByteDance has previously launched Douyin for the China market. September 2016. TikTok and Douyin use the same software but maintain separate networks to comply with Chinese censorship restrictions. Ha. Isn't that something? So that... I think it being a Chinese-based thing has a lot to do with why we haven't seen. Um, that would make sense. Anyone big? That would definitely make sense. Oh Jesus! What? Uh, I'm just trying to see kind of when it was available. To it was downloaded a lot. Was it just made available in 2018? That also might be why too. Because when it's was it? Not- it's not super old. I know that's a couple of years. The, the app most. was launched in 2017 for markets outside of China. Okay, that so kind of makes sense. So it's only it's only been around for like a year and a half. Right. All right. That. Well, and I wonder if the um, the because the general idea behind musically being like the lip syncing app and everything like that. Right. That there's audio clips behind it. Right. I wonder if that hits in some sort of licensing infringement outside of that app, so you can't really host it anywhere else, and it just gets dropped down immediately. Probably, because I imagine TikTok probably has the licensing that they need to be able to do that. Huh. Yeah, and then... Da, 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 ba, 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 ba. Or maybe because that there's a limit on the length of the videos. There is a... Because there's a clause when you're doing some sort of social media and things like that where you can use a portion of audio without any penalties as long as it's a certain length and as long as you credit the person. So the... <laughs> I have the... um. The most followed TikTok accounts. Number one is TikTok itself. <laughs> Great. They're doing something. Number four is Musical.ly. <laughs> uh, Which and, isn't even around anymore. Um, I mean, it still technically is. It's just it's a part of TikTok. So All right. That's fair. Ariana Grande is number 18. Uh, I don't... I, it's, I kind of have the same view on that as... Um, like YouTubers, well, with the not, popularity and everything, not necessarily, but like saying like uh, like saying like Will Smith is a YouTuber. Like, no, it's like he's no. made some YouTube videos. He's a celebrity about, that has yeah, people just, following around with a camera. Right. Granted, his videos are goddamn entertaining as all hell. True, but he's not a YouTube creator. He's a celebrity that has videos. Yeah, made he was of famous him. before he was a YouTuber. Right, and that same sort of kind of mentality. Like I, like Ariana Grande is just popular, and she moved her popularity over. To another app, and a bunch of these, a bunch of these people are just young people, 
Right, they're um, very much in the face of the younger generation right now. Some, a lot of them, a handful of them are, so China's running TikTok musically, um, and there's a handful from India, um, and there's one from Canada. Number five, Canada. Where do you go, Canada? Woo! Behind China and the U.S., but yay, Canada. Um, so it's interesting. So I'm, I'm curious to, there's one really popular actress from India. Apparently, I mean, that I can see that happening with a shit ton of people in India being the accurate way to put that. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, a lot of them seem like the ones in probably my favorite um, of them because they're not he's not a toddler. Zach King that came over from Vine. I don't know if you not familiar. I don't with know if name. you recognize the name, but he is really good at doing like kind of special effects sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he'll be the kind of, uh, the one who, um, see the guy where he has videos and he's like, he'll like run towards a car and then he'll just be like in the car. The yeah. Next well, like you see him, like he has a car behind him and he'll just pick the car up and put it in his pocket. Yeah. What's his name? Zach King. Yeah, he's definitely. Awesome. His stuff is actually he's pretty fantastic. He's ridiculously talented. Yeah. <laughs> like he's oh a, yeah, that dude. Yeah. So he's, I rock, I recommend anyone look him up. He's, he's great. He I, had great vines. I think yeah. one of, one of my favorite ones was when he said, uh, was it, like Gatorade into candy, you see him dump out a bottle of like red Gatorade yeah, over a like table, but it turns into like Jelly, Jelly Ranchers, yeah, Jelly yeah. Ranchers or something. Yeah, he's they're really cool. He's he's pretty goddamn good at what he does. So yeah, he's I'm, I'm pretty fantastic. I'm I'm glad that uh, he's he's still finding success somewhere. Apparently, in an interview, Zach said that producing a vine usually take upwards of twenty four hours with three or four hours of filming. I believe it. Vines are what six Se- seconds long? Seven seconds. Yeah, it was the max. Right. That's crazy. It's a lot of he's, time to he's put good. in. He's good. I I hope he's doing a f- yeah, I hope he's doing some Looks like he's done a lot of movies actually. Has he? Zootopia, Jurassic World, uh as voice acting or as like uh I'm work a, I would on assume special effects probably. That would make sense considering what, so. he's, what he's he's known for. He's pretty good at it. Um all right. So yeah, and a lot of them I don't there's there's a list of a bunch of big ones. Jesus Christ, the biggest one in China has 54 million followers. I feel like that's a lot. Well, the but, bi- the biggest one in the, on TikTok, so that's Douyin. It's been out longer, right? Four million followers. TikTok, for comparison, again, the number one most followed TikTok account has thirty four million. So so twenty million by, less by itself. TikTok can't <laughs> surpass <laughs> the top subscribed Chinese uh, user on there. They've been Douyin. around for a lot longer too, though. So two years. Well, that's a lot. But so looking at all this and making the comparisons to Vine and TikTok and comedy has changed over the years. Quite to, a fucking bit. So from what comedy used to be, what what was funny back in the day isn't necessarily something that would be perceived as funny now and things like that. Oh, yes. So and like we, in movies, things like that. So it's all changed. Yeah. And we, and we kind of covered a, a handful of stuff like that in the in the censorship episode with with James Gunn and tweets and things like that, right. which we don't, we're not going to get into here. Right. Um, but yeah, the whole, the whole mentality. And that's, I guess that's more of people are, or things that weren't offensive that are now, as opposed to things that just weren't funny. Yeah. Before. Jokes that you wouldn't be able to make today in order yeah. to get the same reaction. You know what I mean? Things like that. But like, for instance, to kind of get back towards like where we kind of got into the online, like, comedy humor mm-hmm. things like that like i know that you've always talked about keenan albino black sheep 
Ah, that was one of my favorite flash. So, so we're getting into flashlights now. Sure. Oh, shit. Sure this are. is my time to shine. <laughs> Let's do it. So my sister ultimately is the one who introduced me to all this stuff. Uh, she's honestly the introduction to a lot of this type of thing for me. Um, and I remember certain flash sites, but there's a few that for some reason just stick with me more than others. And albinoblacksheep.com is one of those. It's... It's just a flash site, and I haven't been on there in a very long time, so, but I... It is still around. You can still get to it. I'm about to look, and I'm willing to bet that not a whole lot has probably changed. Probably not. And lo and behold, logging on, it still exists. Just about everything is exactly the same. These are (laughs) all videos that I recognize. Potter Puppet Pals. Uh, I think this was the origin of Charlie the Unicorn. Was um, it? Well, I think this was one of the first sites to really host it before YouTube was big. Or E-Bombs World. Or yeah, E-Bombs World. That's World, another yeah. one. Uh, Colin Mockery versus Jesus Christ. What? Um, I think God, I'm the, surprised I, you don't know this. I don't. I love me some Colin Mockery. I believe... Oh, it's, it's not what you think. It's a Flash video. Oh. I believe it's actually called French Erotic Film. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you had my... Interest now you have my curiosity. I'm pretty sure I fucked that quote you up. You definitely did. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. But we're yeah. gonna roll with it. It's it's a site. And there's a couple others too Jesus that are Christ. very much like it. Yeah, Pinal Black Sheep is barely fucking changed. <laughs> uh You're the Man Now Dog, Rather Good, Weeble Stuff. Weeble stuff uh changed quite a bit, actually. I was just just there. Did they it did really? My favorite thing from Weeble Stuff had to have been Magical Trevor. You guys are talking gibberish to me right now. Everyone Which one was Magical loves Trevor? Everyone Magical Trevor. I don't. You bite your goddamn tongue. <laughs> See, the, first, the first thing I remember on that one is obviously the Badger song. Everyone, Definitely don't know that. No, you need to go to jail then and mm. rethink your life. <laughs> yeah, you fucked up. Well, shit. The only one that I remember for as far as a flash site would be like Funny Junk. Funny Junk's still around. I know it is, but that's like where I saw the... Funny Junk, I think, was definitely like the popular one that came out. Yeah. I, oh these God. were a little bit more for like niche audiences. I like how half these sites really haven't changed in the years it's been since I've seen them. So on Funny Junk now, it is terrible. Is it? Let me, let me Google this It's pretty atrocious. Because I remember it was like all orange the last time I was ever there. And so, and, I mean, also, I have ad blocker on, so I assume this place is littered in Holy gonna, God, I'm this gonna, is super different from what I remember. I'm going to turn off my, my ad blocker and That's then refresh it. That's a mistake. It. You should RIP stop your laptop. That. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, laptop's about to burst into flames. Actually, I'm not sure how many ad blockers I have on here. 72. I might have a couple. Uh, there's only one ad, surprisingly. Well, let's give well, it Well, it's action. not a super popular website anymore. <laughs> I bet, it, I bet it probably still is. Well, maybe. All right, there's only one ad. Way to go, Funny Junk. But that was, like, what, what I had growing up, because, like, you know, when I was when I finally was on Facebook, had a smartphone, all things like that, we had Vine, we had YouTube was starting to become pretty popular. I mean, porn. shit, the muffins video, porn. I See, it's mo- hated the muffins video. I loved the muffins video. Even in the day, even when I was the target demo, I'm like, what? People are just saying muffins funny. I don't get it. Are talking about the guy who was talking about the different kind of muffins that he baked? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that was the same dude who did shoes and let yeah, me borrow that say, top. Yeah, I he also yes. did shoes. Yeah. I, hated those, I hated both of those. They're the same video. They are. 
<laughs> but they were hysterical. I liked them. I, I thought they were funny. I, I enjoyed it. I was also young when I well, watched it. Well, you're just too smart and too good for everybody. Mr. Fancy over here. I'm glad you guys recognize that. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. Not everyone, not everyone sees that. I'm glad you guys did. You guys are, you guys are okay. You're not any better than that. I didn't okay. actually see it. I thought you were just saying that to be nice. No, I meant that. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> so RatherGood.com has definitely changed. I've never even heard of RatherGood.com. Neither have okay. I. Do you remember that really weird, uh, I believe it was a Quiznos commercial, oh, with these no. weird little amorphous things floating around screaming about... That is based it on... I have no idea what you're they talking about. They were nightmare fuel. Oh, good. It not only did not... it it, I was not enticed to eat a Quiznos sub. In fact, I'm pretty sure those commercials maybe not ever want to go to Quiznos. I think I went to a Subway, hugged a sandwich artist, and went, please save me from these talking rats. <laughs> what the fuck? So that I, commercial came from Joel Vitch, who is the creator of RatherGood.com. And that was based on a video that he made called We Like the Moon. His website's horrifying, and it makes me wonder how the fuck did he ever land like a nationwide marketing deal? I literally well, don't know. it's the only know. one he ever had, so... It was on TV. Most advertisements are. And it was on there for a long time, from what I can remember. My God, it's so bad. Like, that, right, I think that's kind of his point, though. Like, I, I don't think he wanted it to be super fancy. I think he, just, he wanted it to be simple. Oh, mission accomplished. <laughs> but um, they also he had, a, they, he had other videos on there. Aside from We Like the Moon, there was, uh, what was it? Uh, the Advent or Tales of the Bloat, I want to say it was. Oh, God. Uh, there was... Um, oh, God. His face. Did you pull up the, the sponge monkey, I think they're called? I think, those, no. I think those are the things from We Like the Moon. Good God. Hold on. I just, I just type in rather good on Google. The first thing that pops up is rather good Quiznos. I just sent you a, a screenshot of their video. Oh, no. Oh, like Jesus Christ. Is legit. And they were singing. That is horrifying. So to explain to the people... Uh, is, is that um, uh, gerbil? Rabbit? I don't... Some it, sort of rodent that's kind of a hybrid. It is made thing. their own creature. With people teeth, very distorted people eyes, and a little bowler hat in front of another one that's kind of hunched over with an acoustic guitar with a pirate hat on. Yes, Quiznos paid money <laughs> for, for that. these ads. I still can't believe it to this goddamn day. But you know what? In a way, it was brilliant because you still remember it to this day. Yes, but I've never eaten at a Quiznos. Neither have I, but that's because there's none around here. Oh, I've seen you guys. She. Never feel you're missing out. The Quiznos is actually great. We had one on base. I would definitely go there. It was pretty good until they came out with that commercial, and then I, and then I it boycotted. Was terrible. At that point, can you go in and ask for roasted sponge monkey? That sounds dirty, and I'm I, upset. I even. I am. I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I should be offended. It's me too. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> don't I know where to go with that? I don't but. know. Yeah, no, the so Weeble stuff had Magical Trevor, the Badger. Did they have Banana Phone? That, I think, was just a general. That may have been uh, You're the Man Now, dog. Ryan, do you remember Banana Phone? Maybe. It sounds familiar. I'm going to Google that real quick. Banana Phone. Ring, 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 mm. ring, 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 Banana Phone. That was it. Uh, Might have fucked up the amount of rings. I think, I think that's an older song, though. That's an actual song. It was on uh, 
or Badger Phone. So it was yeah, it was, a, it was a albino black sheep. Is it Badger Phone or Banana Phone? Both. Oh. Banana Badger Phone. They just have the sped up. So they have Banana Phone, Badger Phone that's hosted on albino black sheep. I like how the first video is on YouTube and it's Banana Phone and the, and the screenshot is a bunch of badgers walking on their on their legs. So how about the um, what is it called? Look at my horse song. Oh, I know that one. That one's from uh, Weeble Stuff. Is it? Yeah, you showed me that one. I remember that. Same thing. That's a weird fucking video. Oh, it's definitely a weird video. It also kind of says a lot about our sense of humor and how it's... uh, Well, to be fair, like, that was, like, back in the day, that was funny. Oh, it still is. I mean, it it still holds up to today, for sure. I think it's it's funny to us. And then uh, Mr. Balloon Hands. I think that was Yeah, that one was great. Every, I don't know what that is. I'm upset. I'm Mr. Confused. Balloon Hands? You've seen it before. You have definitely I? have seen it before. 100%. Balloon hands. That's like the one with the lizard standing has. there, and he's just talking. Just, just rambling on. Just a oh, ton of shit. Oh, King of Tying Knots. Mm-hmm. Five, six, four, three. Yeah, right. You're some stupid bitch. Jeez, uh, Johnny Hammersticks. Who paid for that floor? Not me. No way. <laughs> not I my never chair, paid not for my no problem. Floor, not once. Not never. Nope. Whose chair was that? Before we kick to break, I'm, I'm curious... Of how many people recognize this? So, here is the Earth. Damn, that is a sweet Earth to say. Round. I think I actually do know that. I really hope you do. And if you don't, that's we're watching conclusive proof of the generational the, gap. It's not even a generational gap. It's we're the same generation, it's just a couple of years difference. True. But a couple I of years makes a difference, seen it though, because I think you've showed it to me. I would it's hope so. Pretty great, and that was done by Maddox. I believe. Same guy who did the fifth avocado. Sure. Now, he has probably one of the greatest image galleries at some point because he would... I got to try to find it somewhere, but his website's god-awful because it hasn't really been updated for a while. He has pre-2000 things uploaded on there, um, but he had a whole image gallery of him just roasting some kids' artwork, like multiple kids' artwork like people sent in. just lighting it on fire. Good. Nope, just making fun of it because it was terrible because they're like toddlers. Um, okay. Um, like someone made a fire truck and he's like, vroom, vroom, here comes the shitmobile. Like, <laughs> it's pretty great and terrible. Um, but he, he was a he was probably a pretty, he was a pretty divisive character back in the day. Um, yeah, more crappy children's artwork or I'm better than your kids. Oh, yeah. I'll, well, so yeah, it's just, oh, God, it's the best page in the universe.net. Uh, for oh, those who want to go see geez. it, uh, did he did he write this a book? Oh God, he did put it into a book, coffee table book. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll kick to a uh, we'll kick to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about more kind of more like movie shows, comedians, kind of uh, the general life of of comedy and such. We'll uh, we'll be right back to to bless your ear holes with more more comedy goodness. Hey everybody, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well shoot, I had that thought one day too, and guess what you're listening to now? Because I know, when I was getting this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record one? Where do I, how do I get it out to people? Do I do carrier pigeon? Do I hand it out in cassette tapes? Or do I just kind of scream at people on the street? None of those are good options, please don't do that. I was also curious about how I make money from a podcast, because that's kind of important. Well, the answer is oh so simple. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, 
It is 100% free and ridiculously easy to use now. Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. One of those great sponsors being Anchor. So I personally love it. It's, it is crazy easy to use. Drag and drop the audio, or you can record directly from your phone. You can have people call in, ask questions, all that fun stuff. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and start making money doing so, you can go to anchor.fm slash start and join up with me, a whole bunch of other people, get your podcast off the ground. Again, that is anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear it, guys. Mm. 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 Welcome back, and I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> for, for all of that that's been been going on. Ryan, I believe you got a question qu- for the two of you. Yes. You're welcome, Tyler. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> I may or may not have an answer. I what also those things. is your favorite comedy movie? I hate comedy. Mm, that's yes. not a movie. That's, it might be, actually. I'm, I'm going to Google not. that real quick. You answer the question, Tyler. My favorite comedy movie. That's a, that's a toughie. Um, I'd have to say, like, Super Troopers 1 or 2. Ooh, are pretty oh, high that's up there. a good one. They are good. Or they are. I haven't seen Kung, the second one, but I've seen the first one. Kung Pao Enter the Fist. I have seen that. I know, <laughs> yes, because you it's have. one of the You're few welcome. movies that we heard you hadn't seen. And I think we, we just forced you to yeah, watch it. We said it. we're watching it right the fuck now. We sat pretty down much. and watched it. I think it was after we recorded at it one was. point. We, we said, were done recording, happening. and it was just, we're watching this movie now. It was pretty great. Yeah, so it those, is a freaking hysterical movie. I, I think what... Now... For me, and I think we might have covered this, but it bears repeating. I I think a movie can be entertaining. It doesn't necessarily have to be good. Yeah. By like critic standards. For so, a comedy movie? In movies in general. Okay. Like they can be good, they can be entertaining, they don't have to be both. Fair. Um so I think the Super Troopers and Kung Pao are entertaining movies. Especially Kung Pao. Kung Pao I don't think it's a good movie. Yeah. But it wasn't I feel like it wasn't made to be like a good movie. It's made to make people laugh. Yeah, it's made to be funny. Like there are editing errors all over the place. They oh, call it out. It's a awful. parody of itself and it's fantastic. But you also have to be impressed with the movie itself because they did a lot of things. Yes. They in a <laughs> the funny way in order to make it kind of flow because it's just Red like checked. cuts of a bunch of different things. <laughs> Where they just address the fact that the continuity between him just not wearing the same color shirt in yeah. the same scene. They just make it work. They just yell at it. They just face it head on and it's fantastic. I think I think to me personally what makes a good comedy movie actually I will attract both of my answers, both the three of my answers, whatever. You can't do that, they're already locked in. Oh fuck. It unlocked them. Shit. I think my favorite comedy movie that's funny and just all around good, Tropic Thunder. Yes. Never seen the entire thing. God damn it. Because that's a good movie. Because, <laughs> I mean, even just the cast, Robert Downey Jr., yep. uh, Ben Stiller, Jack Black, uh, Danny McBride, um, Tom Cruise, um, fucking what? What is the what was Four Leaf's name? Uh, the actor uh, was that Nick Nolte? Yes, fucking Nick Nolte's in it. Like, there we go. It has a hell of a cast, um, and Robert Downey Jr. is playing an Australian dude who is playing a black dude, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can tell that that role is so good when it was a just solid example. Jamie Foxx is on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, um, which we'll, we'll talk about. We'll talk about a little bit more in podcasts a little bit later. Um, but Jamie Foxx on Joe Rogan's podcast, and Joe Rogan asked him, "Like, how come there was no backlash against Robert Downey for doing blackface the whole movie?" Jamie Foxx is, 
Man, it was just that good. True. <laughs> like, no he one did a fantastic no job. No one cared, and half the joke was the fact that like everyone hated him for it. Right. It in was a movie. controversial decision within the movie. Within they, the movie. they had yeah, talked right. about his controversial pigmentation like procedure. Yep. Because he was like a blonde haired, blue eyed Australian dude. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Who went under the pigmentation surgery and ended up being a southern black dude. <laughs> and just that's how we acted <laughs> the whole movie. Just the the one saying that everyone can take away from that. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's something. Or you a dude who doesn't know what duty is. The dudes are converging. <laughs> Jack Words Black to was, live by. Jack Black was phenomenal in that movie as well. Great. I, uh, oh, and fucking Matthew McConaughey's in it too. What? I forgot about that. Was he like the director or something? Of he the was. Movie? Uh, he was Ben Stiller's manager. He's called him Tugger Nuts. Tom Cruise as the uh, like I, megalomaniacal financial backer. Yeah. The uh, the first time I watched the movie, I did not realize that was Tom Cruise. I knew he looked familiar. He looked and sounded familiar, but he had so much makeup and prosthetics on. I had no idea who it was. I have no idea. I have not seen the movie, so. Well, you done fucked up. You got fucked up now. I mean, sorry. Now you fucked <laughs> it's up. all right. Now you fucked up. I don't get it. I don't get it either. You haven't? Oh, well, it's a, I'll show you guys later. It's a video from Whitest Kids You Know about a man yelling at Abraham. Uh, Abraham Lincoln yelling at. Um, Do you like Whitest Kids You Know? <laughs> they have a lot of funny shit. They're pretty good. Um, PCP is probably my favorite one. Usually is, and their videos are great too. But Ryan, what is? I'm curious to see your your <laughs> limited uh, your limited movie experience. What is your favorite comedy movie? Balls of Fury. Oh, the ping pong movie. Yeah. With, um, Christian or uh, not Christian? Um, son of a bitch, Christopher Walken. Yep, he's uh, the bad guy. Thomas Lennon's in it as well. Uh, now you're you're Re- in my Re- head here. Reno nine one. He was uh, Lieutenant Never Dangle. Seen it? You. Mm, he was the guy's like <laughs> nemesis, the German dude. Okay. In the movie. In oh the yes, of yes, 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 yes. Okay. The thing I know you. The thing yes. you just told me you saw. Yes. No. <laughs> he's hysterical. And then the the master who's supposed to teach him how to play it, but he's blind. And the the cricket of good luck, where he just crushes it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my good luck cricket. What happened? <laughs> God, that's so funny. Uh, uh, that, I love the whole movie. And then. Um, George Lopez. Uh, George, I was going to say, George Lopez is the FBI Fuck. agent. <laughs> That's a comedian I have funny, not dude. heard of in a long time. It is wicked funny. I love oh, that God movie. Oh, goddammit. Who's the. Um, who's the guy, like the manslave he ended up saving? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's I, been in a bunch of stuff. He's always like the. The, the uh, oh, bodybuilder. Right. Like the, just the stupid jock, basically. He's just a big dude. Yeah. Terry Crews is in it? Uh, As Freddie Fingers Wilson, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry Crews is in everything. Terry Crews ends up dying, but yeah, spoiler alert. Doesn't he get? Uh, oh, I forgot. Um, um, Aisha Tyler's in it as well as like the uh, the bodyguard lady. No shit. Yep. yep. Um, but no, it was uh, Diedrich Bader is the guy. Is that what he is? That yeah. who he is? I, I I don't know if it was a uh, a deleted scene or not, but they're all running out of the place. It's about to explode, and he just runs back in. Gotta save the pandas. Team run back out later. Pain nope. is dead. That was in the movie. That was 100% in the movie. <laughs> I hope that was just ad libs. Runs in. The camera doesn't even move. Nope. It runs back out. Pain is dead. It <laughs> just keeps going. <laughs> I hope it was ad lib because if, if it was, props because that was good. Um, there was actually a very similar line in, uh, in Tropic Thunder where Ben Stiller ends up in the woods, lost. It cuts like it's raining. It's dark. He has a satellite phone. There's lightning that's going off. 
He there's an animal that attacks him. He turns around. He's, I, he has it and stabs it with something, and then there's a long enough lightning streak where he just see he just murdered a panda, <laughs> <laughs> and then he calls up his oh, agent. I love that part. He lo- calls up his agent. I killed the thing. I, I love most. And, and he's like he he tells his assistant to get off the phone. Shuts right, the blinds. You killed a hooker. Killed a hooker. All right, <laughs> this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna clean yourself up. Grab a shitload of lime. No, panda man. That's not a real name, what? dude. <laughs> a- Amanda, dude. That's probably not even a real name. No, a panda. He's wearing Jesus it. Jesus Christ! On the don't, don't scare me like that. <laughs> He's, he has like a headdress on. It's goddamn great. You, you. I mean, that's gonna be the next movie you need to see is Tropic Thunder. So I'm sure you guys Tropic will make Thunder, me watch it. Balls of Fear. I need to watch Balls of Fear again because I feel like that's that guy. I don't great think I've movie, ever dude. seen that one. That doesn't sound familiar to me. Now at all. I can tell you that you belong in jail for that because that is a fucking great movie. <laughs> oh no, shit! That's where the guy was from. Yes, He's in Fantastic was. Beasts. And where sure. to find them? Which dude? The, uh, the dude who does no magic. Oh, uh, fucking, what's his name? Oh, yeah, that's him. That's the main uh, character. That's the guy, wow. yeah. He looks very, very different. Does he, though? And I he, feel he, like he, he had long, he had, I mean, long he was hair like, and he had mutton chops. And it was like, God, how long? When did See, that? When did Balls of Fury come out? I mostly remember Mid that guy from Take Me Home Tonight. It came out 12 years ago. Oof. All right, mid, mid-2000s. Isn't Good Luck Chuck too? It's 2007. Isn't Good Luck Chuck as well? Okay. Dan Cook, Never the Dan Cook that. movie. Yeah, it's don't. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> no more words. Just don't worry. Wait. I probably won't. He's in The Walking Dead currently. I'm sorry. What? What? Neat. I mean, I'm super behind on that. I so. mean, that show is garbage. But um, uh, I kind of liked it in the beginning. Oh, great! No, it, it turned to garbage. I guess all all shows do. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, not it, all. Some it of them ran its course. Good shows will stop airing before they actually turn to garbage. Yep. Like a lot of shows on AMC except for that one. Um, so, Keenan. Yeesh. What is your favorite comedy movie? That's a tough one to answer. Sure is, but we did it. Chop, chop there, Speedy. Kung Pao is definitely <laughs> up there. True. I remember watching, pretty great. watching that with my sister so many times that at one point I almost had the entire movie memorized. I you still points. do. <laughs> I implore you to reconsider. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it, I would say that's definitely one of them. That's probably one of the most quotable movies. Tropic 100%. Thunder is definitely another one. Um, again, just with the quotability, I think my all-time favorite, Titanic. Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, Solid. Step Brothers is good. Step Brothers was, I, had, I think I saw that movie more than Tropic Thunder and... More than any other movie combined. I watched that movie like once a day for several years almost. I I was never a huge fan of the movie personally, but I know I had a friend of mine who loved the movie and she had to set up her Wi-Fi. I was helping her out with that. So I made the password is don't touch my drum set. <laughs> <laughs> Easy so, to remember. And if anyone guesses it, you go ahead and let them download porn. Like that's they, yeah, that, they they've deserve it. it. They've earned it. They deserve it. <laughs> Um, I do vaguely remember Will Ferrell saying that that scene where he's rubbing his nuts on the drum set was about $40,000 worth of prosthetics. Jesus. Yeah, that makes sense. Why didn't he just do some nut rubbing? Yeah, why didn't you actually I don't know. just use I, nuts? That's what I was saying. Like, man, I'd just probably just do it at that point. Who cares? Or is this his excuse to spend $40,000 on nuts? Uh, maybe he kept them? Knowing him, eh, could have been a good excuse. Then again, I also wouldn't put it past him to do the real nuts. Will Ferrell is probably one of my... One of my favorite comedic actors, who, as far as I know, has never really 
done stand-up a whole lot. Maybe he started doing it back in the day. I have no um, idea. I have no idea if he's ever done stand-up. A lot of people, like, maybe, like, local comedy circuits and things like that. True. But never anything True. big. Because I, I assume he was a writer at some point on, like, SNL. Yeah. kind of came up pretty big. Did you know he did a Hallmark movie? Did he? Yeah. Which movie? There was another. There was an actress that he did it with. I can't remember her name, but they like and they like like it was a Hallmark movie. Zoe Deschanel. You're thinking of Elf. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think he was definitely different. I don't know what the hell it was called. Elf. But he he did a Hallmark movie called Elf. Nope. That wasn't a Hallmark movie. Now Will Ferrell will do the reason he's my favorite. He'll do Hallmark all sorts of stuff <laughs> that basically doesn't really exist for anything beyond being. Funny, as far True. as I know, at least on the surface, anyway. Like most of the time, people are doing stuff to promote stuff, things like that. Eh. Like I, at least for case in point, the other guys. That was a good one. Probably one of my favorite Hallmark Fucking movies. Great Ooh. comedy. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. No, like um, he was. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video where he was a uh, went to a minor league baseball game, and it was the pitcher. Briefly, it was, it was a whole comedy skit. Like the, obviously, the teams were in on it. But he's, he, I forget his actual name. I'll grab that here in a second. But he goes out on the mound with a mustache on, uh, holding a beer. <laughs> uh, and he just starts arguing with his catcher. Uh, uh, he was uh, Rojo. What was he? Da, da, da. Billy Ray Rojo Johnson. Billy Ray Rojo Johnson. Had like gold chains on. Uh, and he got... Um, so, Billy Ray Rojo Johnson wearing number 99 and a door with glitzy necklaces, cans of beer, and a bushy mustache threw one pitch before being ejected and chased around the field by a Nashville batter. <laughs> Jesus, that's a mouthful. Like, I don't even think there was a particular... I think I do remember hearing something about that when he did it. It was a couple of years ago, right? Oh, and my apologies. It wasn't a beer can. It was a bag of beer. Like, a bag of beer cans. Oh, okay. he put, he Full took beer a, cans? He took a bunch with him, yes. Nice. Uh, and I don't think... When you originally said bag of beer, I was thinking, like... The bag of milk? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Just a plastic bag where someone dumped a whole bunch of beer in it, and he's just got a bendy straw in there. Nice. Um, Sounds and, disgusting. And oh, then yeah. him and Molly Shannon just... Hosted Molly Rook. Shannon is another incredible. She's great. Just comedic powerhouse. She, they were on uh, SNL back in the day together because you look very confused, Ryan. Yeah, uh, she was still in. Am. She was in Superstar. That was probably her biggest movie. She's a. I think she's a, like a voice actor and a writer now these days. Mm. Um, she's been in a lot of things though. She was. Um, she was she, in yeah, Wet she, Hot American Summer. Who was she in that? She was. Uh, shit. Well, I don't remember her name, but she was the arts and crafts director. In the show, uh, first day of camp, she was going to marry uh, Christopher Maloney's character. Yeah, this isn't helping me at all. How do you spell her name? Molly Shannon. M O E U X L I I E U G H. That's the easiest name in the world to spell. S H N N. Yeah, that is not who I was thinking of. Great, but those two hosted the uh, the Rose Parade for Amazon in character as nice. people who have. Uh, Cord Hosenbeck and Tish Cadigan, fictional local TV hosts who have covered the annual event for 25 years. People, th <laughs> people said it was weird, funny, and confusing. <laughs> they didn't know why they were doing it. Um, Just for shits and giggles. That's kind of, and uh, Will Ferrell, hands down, the best Alex Trebek next to Alex oh. Trebek. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I think he might be a better Alex Trebek than Alex Jeffrey? Trebek. Oh, that is a classic. I love that. Yes. His... 
his delivery is great. And just a, as a, a quick aside, uh, his serious movies are, are, are pretty good. He did a, um, remember there was a serious movie. Is it a Hallmark it, movie? No, Everything Must Go, I think. Is that the one with the author who's writing his life? No. Um, Which one is that? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, it is. So it is. It is. Everyone must go. Everything stranger must go. than fiction is what I'm thinking of. I think that is. Yes, that one. I mean, that one's more of a comedy vibe, mostly because Will Ferrell has to react to ridiculous stuff. So, don't worry. You look. You, I'll feed you, baby bird. I'm lost. Um, the <laughs> so so every, lost. Everything must go. It's a, it's more of a serious role for Will Ferrell. Nice push. That was You're welcome. Good. Um, Appreciate that. So what it is is Will Ferrell's character. Uh, you kind of you can't, you swing into it where his wife kind of bailed, changed the locks at the house. Uh, that sucks. She like went. She like left to go with her mother or something like that. Um, he ended up losing his job. Uh, Everything all, went wrong all at once. All of his stuff is on the front lawn, and he's not allowed to keep it there. And he can't. He's, he's nowhere to put it. Right. And he has to, I think he sleeps on the lawn too, or sleeps in his car. Oh, he doesn't have a car at some point. I think that gets like impounded too. Um, so he has to, he's just selling everything from his front line, just having a yard sale because that's, that's legal. Um, and there's this kid that's kind of biking around the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> this has one of my favorite quotes because the little black kid, it's actually Biggie's son. Uh, Biggie the, B.I.G. Mm-hmm, notorious B.I.G. Okay. Uh, it's actually le- legitimately his son. Um, and. He's just looking around, kind of. He, they eventually befriend each other. Um, the kid just kind of poking around the yard sale, and he sees a soccer ball. He's kind of kicking it around. Will Ferrell's want the ball? I'm just gonna just gonna give it to him. Kids, I'm black. Black people don't play soccer. Will Ferrell looks at him. Kid, there are entire continents of black people that play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> of course you can play soccer. <laughs> like, I'm like, ha. Huh, all right, <laughs> you know, fair. You're right. Um, and then Stranger... Is it Stranger Than Fiction? Is that the one? Keenan? Stranger Than Fiction, yeah. The general idea is that there's a... I don't... It's been a very long time since I've seen it, but Will Ferrell is kind of like the unwilling um, protagonist of this uh, author story where he hears her narrating his life. He's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And that's like the, that's the best premise I can really give. And the yeah, so he he hears a voice that's just narrating his life that's just not his, and this lady is legitimately writing a book, and he doesn't know it's I about him. I do know this. Yes, I know the movie. Yeah, uh, I do remember that. That yeah. came out in 06. It got pretty good reviews. Um, I've never actually seen it. It's, I've never seen it. It wasn't. I don't think it was necessary. Was it? It wasn't there a scene where he's on a bus and he basically just starts screaming out for the voice to stop or something like that. I mean, probably. I don't. I, I haven't. I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Fair. Um, but the. Uh, yeah. I it. Oh, good. That's a terrible movie poster. That's very much early two thousands. Jesus. I'm gonna need a little bit of context here. The poster. It's. I can't. This is just bad. There we go. Think of movie posters in the early two thousands. That should give you a good idea of what movie posters in the early two thousands were like. I was five in the early two thousands. Good, you have a solid memory then, right? When it was being formed, those should be cemented in there. The fact <laughs> you don't have the Stranger Than Fiction movie poster tattooed in your neck is kind of upsetting. I thought all five year olds did that when they turned seven as a coming of age tale. Huh? You guys really gotta stop talking. You gotta <laughs> interrupt me when I keep talking because you know it's not gonna go well. <laughs> Jesus I say Christ. 39 episodes in. 
Yeah, yeah, we've done many, a good job of that. Many, many hours of someone just letting me talk to the internet. Um, hey, they haven't told us to stop yet. <laughs> we have we haven't gotten a <laughs> cease and desist from the internet. Um, so now, kind of, so yeah, Will Ferrell being kind of my favorite, just comedic actor who I can never point to, like actively doing stand up. Well, uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll switch to. To, com- to, to actual comedians? Yeah, to actual stand-up comedians primarily. A Jim lot- Gaffigan. Oh, the, the giant pale baby. I saw him live. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? Ooh. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I oh. went with my mom. He was so true. He saw him dead live. I mean, it was great. Yep. It was hysterical. Yep. But, yeah, that was a funny-ass show. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's good and he's he's very interesting in like the the comedy circles now. So everyone, most people are putting their specials on like Netflix or he had a couple on Netflix, but he hasn't had one in a long time because he's going through Amazon, which is annoying. Then again, I have Prime, so I can do it. But he, it's smart from a business standpoint because he can demand. He's he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's pretty big, absolutely massive. And does he does he do clean sets? I don't remember. That's it. Seems like essentially what he mostly does I was is. Say, I know his mostly early clean stuff comedy. Was all clean. I don't think he swears, but his content at is. All. His content is still good. I think it's just a little bit more lighthearted. He doesn't really delve his, too much into like black comedy or anything. Fantastic. Oh, it's it's good. I know there's a there's a handful of comedians that don't necessarily go by like, um, they're not necessarily known as like clean comedians, but that just so happens to be what they're good at. Um, I, I think that, and I think that's kind of his deal too. Like him and uh, him and Brian Regan, I, I yeah. like to be very similar because Brian Regan, very clean comedian. Yep. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in that boat, even though he fits very well in that boat. He's right. just a very successful comedian. Do not watch his Netflix show; it is bad. I wasn't planning on it. It's it's because it's just how like a, bad is it. It's so bad a baby exploded. Um, That's pretty bad. I, I, I don't know. It seems pretty bad. You put me on the spot. Definitely doesn't seem like a good thing. Well, because what it is, it's just like sketches based off his stand-up set itself. Yeah. And it just doesn't. And it's he stars doesn't in them. Jive right. And he's just not a. He's just not like a. Like a. He's not a Will Ferrell. He's not like a sketch comedy actor. He doesn't do great with right. that. Um, he oh, does a, a good stand-up set. He delivers his stand-up stuff really well. I remember um, I saw one of his, his uh, the epitome of hyperbole. I saw that one. Yeah, I, I think the word you're thinking of is hyperbole. Yeah, that was the joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. That's that one of his one of his bits in the uh, in the special. Had yeah. anyone did anyone tell him that he pronounced he it wrong? He actually says that in the show <laughs> that okay. somebody came up to him after I, doing the skit one time. I've I've seen him live twice. The first time, my face hurt after nice. it was he he was good, um, and I think so. You've seen you've seen Jim Gaffigan live. Mm-hmm. Have you seen other comedians live? No, he's the only one I've seen live. Keenan, what uh, what's a you about some some comedians? Two comedians that I have seen. Well, well so who's your who's your favorite? <clears throat> if you had to pick one, see for me. It, it's difficult to say. Stand-up comedy is not really something I'm that interested in. Um, but I did really like Dane Cook back in the day, but that's because, you know. Fair. His first special was great. His other two were his first you know, one. I was a, I was a teenager, <laughs> right. and I'm pretty sure that's what it was geared towards. Right. Um, Whether intentionally or unintentionally, that's what, that's what gravitated towards it. I, yeah, I mean, that's very accurate. Um, I think Louis C.K. is hilarious. Yep. I love Louis C.K., I mean, his comedy is just so 
terrible, off-color, and dark. And he doesn't give a shit about it. Yeah, one of my it's, favorite bits is one I can't even repeat on this podcast because we are <laughs> white. Very. He can pull it off because he's, he's Louis, Louis C.K. Right. Uh, would white, you remember, but he's Louis C.K. Do you remember what that, because it was the beginning of, was it Shameless? Uh, I assume you know the bit I'm talking about. It could have been hilarious where he's talking about uh, using racial words not in a racial context. Uh, kind of, where he, he brings up people should just say it if they're going to yes, say it. Yes, I know and exactly what you're talking about. We're doing the thing he tells people not to do because I like being me and I don't want to get chastised for inappropriate word usage. I so know the fair. exact one. I'm the fact go. that he is just on stage, though, just saying well, it. it uh, I don't remember... I remember watching the video, and it was panning to black people who were laughing their ass off. Well, yeah, because... They knew we didn't mean anything by it. Well, yeah, n- literally it, it none was, of it was offensive. The whole point was saying that nothing he's saying is offensive. Right. And But it's very... I You're person, walking a fine line with that, I though. personally <laughs> like how he got away with that, no problem. As far as I can tell, I, I imagine some people had a problem with it. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, that, no, there yeah, was definitely pushback on people it. People always have problems with After that comedians. skit, he's like, someone will beat the shit out of me after the show. Oh, yeah, I guarantee like, it. Um, the, uh, but and then, then he gets in a lot of trouble for, for jerking off in front of people. Well, yeah, but they were okay with it. I'm not I even going to assume that they were or not. Either way, what he did was not cool. No, definitely not. Definitely so, not cool. And it's not going to minimize, you know, you know what, what the people who he did that in front of had to go through. True. Right. Well, I'm sure a lot of them did not appreciate that very much. So Janine Garofalo apparently loved it. I don't know For who her. that is. Yep. Was that... The girl's head counselor in What Hot American Summer? Sure was. No shit. Uh, and she's, she's, uh, she's an OG comedian from back in the day. She's, she has a lot of, uh, a lot of like, writing credits and everything, acting credits. Uh, a lot of writing, I she think. Was, More writing than anything. She was... This isn't going to mean shit to you. Nope. She was Daria back in the in, day. In the show Daria? Yeah. Oh, no shit. I yeah. did not know that. See... That's the reaction I expect, Ryan. <laughs> and I know. <laughs> See, I, mean, I just barely watched I'm, that show. I'm loading and aiming. I'm fucking gonna miss All right. <laughs> every time. I, guess I just, just almost the, every time. Just You'll the, be surprised a few times. Just the dead stare of optimism. Like you want to react well, but just can't. I don't like, know. <laughs> nothing behind the eyes. Just a lot of twinkles and no sparkle. Like nope, that's what's happening. That's a hundred percent. It. Um, I don't know if you've listened to him or not, Keenan. Uh, Ryan, you'd appreciate him too. Probably one of my favorites, just because he's so fucking brutal. Ooh, and actually, uh, quick honorary mention to the late, great Mitch Hedberg. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, of course. God. Mitch Hedberg, probably one of the greatest deadpan... I don't even know one how liner, to put it. Just one-liners, deadpan delivery. Um, him him, and um, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright has a very similar style. Stephen Wright's still kicking. Um, if you've ever seen... I, never remember the name of the goddamn movie. See, the one Mitch Hedberg line that sticks with me, and I don't really know why it does, it's just like, a friend asked me one time if I wanted a frozen banana. I was like, no, but I want a regular banana later, so yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked me, do you want to see a picture of me when I was younger? Motherfucker, every picture of you is a picture when you were younger. Like, want to see... <laughs> like, want to see a picture, That's a fair point, Want to see a picture of me when I'm older? Give me that fucking camera. <laughs> uh, I will say before you go off on your tangent, because I had, I had more to say. Oh, I mean. Um, and that was very rude of you. That wasn't very cash money or comedy of you. That was not very meme of you. 
Would to you just say completely hijack it. Netflix and chill? That was a, not very Netflix and chill of you. Are you having a strong? <laughs> Called Bondulance. <laughs> Two comedians who I have actually seen. Uh, Bob Marley. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he was good. I laughed. Bob Marley, the comedian, not the not the reggae singer, that he didn't branch out and start no, doing I have seen comedy. Him. And th- that wasn't comedy. That was just I, you know, things were haunted, and he was like, "Hey, man, welcome to Jamaica." And I was like, "Dude, you're dead." And, and this I know. Is, <laughs> and this is Maine. <laughs> yeah, we're not in Jamaica. <laughs> this Fuck. is weird. And he just breaks his accent and walks away. I mean, <laughs> God damn it! It happens sometimes. Right. Uh, Bob Marley, the comedian. Like mm-hmm. I said, he was funny. Uh, I would go see him again. Uh, I went with my wife and her parents. My mother-in-law absolutely loved loved it. Like I thought she was going to pee herself. I went to see Justin McKinney mm-hmm. uh, back in March or April of this year, and I couldn't breathe throughout most of the show Keith, from fair. laughing so hard. You know what you've done is you've put yourself in a box. You don't get to watch comedians that aren't from Maine anymore. I mean... I can. I don't make the rules. Sorry, dude. It's, can't help you here. Yeah, I'm going to do it, though. Uh, you can't, though. To be fair, I still don't know if I'd really go out of my way to see, like, another comedy, you know, go see something live. But, I mean, one of the things I liked most about Justin McKinney was just how insanely relatable he is. Yeah, that's, yeah, good comedians will do that. Like it's, The and, better comedians go completely other direction. True. <laughs> I mean, the show was hysterical. It absolutely was. Very irreverent, too. I mean, one comedian that I wish I could see, because I don't think he's doing stand-up anymore, but Louis Black. Either oh, one the, of you know the who that angry, is? The angry yeah. comedian, yeah. Oh, man, he is hysterical. Oh, I don't remember any of his bits, but yes. he. Uh, I'm not sure if he got his start. Uh, probably not his start, but he got pretty prominent on The Daily Show. Yeah, as did a lot of fucking people. Yeah, that's a dude who's he's always got like a glass of whiskey on stage with them. It's Ron White. That's Ron White. Oh, yeah. okay, that's never different. mind. Louis Black generally a lot of fingers and yeah, a lot of, yeah, <laughs> lot of this. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, you're talking Gilbert Gottfried? Nope. No, his name's Louis. Nah, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried stand up is pretty good too, though. I've never seen it. It's it's not bad. Um, the, the most prominent role I can think of for Gilbert Gottfried is either as the former. Uh, Aflac duck or <laughs> yep. Iago in Aladdin. Yep. Fair. Yep. yep. He got he got removed from the Aflac job for insensitive tsunami tweets. Happens to the best of us. But I mean if you don't want insensitive tsunami tweets to be made about you don't have a tsunami. I mean that's a fair point. You do make a good point. I do. I'm smart. Mm. Dana Carvey. Yep. Who you, you ever car- seen him? Who are you carving? Dana? Carbon? No, don't his, do that. His That's stand-up, murder. His stand-up is shockingly good. I didn't expect it to be. He has a few shows on Netflix. Not he, Well, not shows, but like his bits a, are a on few? Netflix. Uh, three, I think. He has, at I least, think. Does he really? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know. Do you Have you seen him on like SNL from back in the day? Because that's where he kind of rose yes. to fame. Yeah, um, I saw a few of his bits. His stand-up is way better than his SNL, in my opinion. But I mean, before you, before you go that route, everyone has their favorite cast of SNL. And it's usually the first one they watched. I haven't watched that's it true. enough. That's true. That is very accurate. But you, you know the Celebrity Jeopardy with Will Ferrell. Oh, yes. That kind of in, in, in that era is probably my favorite. That's the first ones I started watching. Everyone yeah. has their own things. Uh, anything with Norm MacDonald is goddamn great because that man's a treasure. I don't know who that is. Burt Reynolds. 
in Celebrity Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. Okay. He still doesn't I, know. I know who you're okay. talking about. Okay. Yes. Turd Ferguson, if that helps. <laughs> yes. I, I got it. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're, they were fantastic. But I'd say, you, you done, Keenan? Just about. Cool. Um, my favorite comedian, and I strongly recommend, if you like Louis C.K. and you want to dive deep down the rabbit hole to hell, give a listen to Anthony Jeselnik. Oh, yes. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Jeselnik. Is Harbulary batteries. <laughs> <laughs> the man is brutal. Um, even just going based off of the the names of his specials. Um, I think my favorite one is Thoughts and Prayers. Thoughts and Prayers is g really good um, <laughs> because that is all based on a bit of during tragedy, sending your thoughts and prayers, quote unquote, doesn't do anything and if he so he makes jokes he's a comedian he's he makes people most comedians laugh. make jokes that's what he does that's his job to make to make light of situations to kind of provide an escape from things right right um and so he'll make jokes about tragedies basically immediately to to make light of them he made a good point that people who will come out and get offended of it those people getting offended are not the ones that were involved in the tragedy People True. who are involved in the tragedy are involved in the tragedy not paying attention to who the fuck is tweeting. True. And you being offended on their behalf doesn't do it. That's damn just thing. saying, I want to be about me. Like, Pretty that's much. all they're saying. As funny as it is, it's also a it's good a point. It's a valid point. I'm not right. saying if I agree with it or not. I don't know if I would personally do it, but I'm not going to knock him for doing it. <laughs> uh, part of, part mm -hmm. of comedy is always pushing the boundaries and. And a big part of it is also being an asshole. Yeah, and that's kind of his... Being willing to say the things that nobody else wants to say. His, uh, his general aura is, I'm better than you, and look at me. Like, that's kind of what it is. Fair. Uh, and his most recent special, which came out not so long ago, called Fire in the Maternity Ward. I just saw oh, that because I Googled him, and that's on Netflix. <laughs> it is great uh, if, you <laughs> if you don't like insensitive jokes... Not necessarily. I guess I'll say insensitive. It's the easiest way to put it. Uh, aggressive and offensive jokes. He's the guy. Um, also, somebody who kind of does that, and I've seen... Who I've, so I've seen a handful of comedians live. So I've seen Brian Regan twice, Dave Chappelle, Daniel Sloss, uh, Bill Burr. Uh, um, nah, not not Jimmy Burke. Um, some, some, like, Boston local. I forget his name. Um, but... Daniel Sloss is a very good job of he has a whole situation where and I, I don't know if it's even out yet anywhere, um, but he does have a whole situation where he breaks down one of his good friends got raped by one of his better, also good friends. So he was in a weird predicament that way. He does a very good job of setting up the, the seriousness of the situation, but also kind of how his friend, his victim friend was handling it and making jokes about it. So it was a very, it was very interesting to see live with a lady friend. Right. I'm like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. It, it's a, it takes a special talent to make me feel uncomfortable and laugh all at the same time. Right. It was hmm. fantastic. Daniel Sloss, very strongly recommend. He has a couple specials on Netflix and you can probably YouTube and find clips of him and all that. Right. He's goddamn hilarious. Uh, Irish comedian, I believe. I think it's Irish. Foreign of some sure. sort. Sure. Um, but yeah, totally, uh, totally worth watching. So that any, uh, any, any 
Parting thoughts on comedy? Comedy is terrible. Life is not about laughing. Life is about working until you die quietly of a heart attack. That's about it. Mm. And if you laugh at anything, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Keenan's apparently channeling a nun from the 30s. <laughs> uh, how did you know who my mother was? She's beaten me with a ruler many times. In the knuckles. You didn't, you didn't doesn't, doesn't get the work. joke, did you? Nope. Nuns don't have children. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Also, that would make your mom 80-some-odd years old when she... No, like 70, 60. I'm bad at math. Shut when up, she you don't know you. my life. She'd be, a, she'd be a lot of age she'd when a, she had you. Right. She'd be like 80 or 90 now. That, that was meant to be kind of like the joke that says, like, if neither of your parents had children, there's over a 50% chance you will not have children either. It's true. I mean, the statistics don't lie. Yeah. So what better way to end a comedy the podcast? The numbers don't lie. Than with and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. <laughs> you know, you, where, where have we gone wrong here? We were talking about comedy. Then we talked about nuns. And when the fuck sacrifice. did we start talking about comedy? This is a wrestling podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what better to, uh, to end a comedy podcast than with stats and wrestling? Good night, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the comedy episode of the podcast. Hopefully you laughed. Hopefully you cried from laughter. Hopefully not from anything tragic, except for maybe us just being terrible. Anyways, again, thank you so much. If you like this episode and want to hear others like this episode, find us on Twitter at Who Wants Nanners. You can also locate us on Facebook, Who Wants Bananas. Make sure you toss that question mark in there. Instagram, Who Wants Bananas. If you want, you can even give us a call, 978-272-9713. Talk about what you liked, what you didn't like, if you think we're ugly as shit, any of those. Which is weird to think on an audio bit, but yeah, whatever. It definitely (laughs) is. I mean, you can kind of get a good idea of what someone looks like. Right. And you can definitely find, you definitely tell that I'm a Russian woman. Right. My chiseled jaw really is pretty prominent in the audio. You have a gorgeous jaw. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Well, I'm a penguin, so this is weird. It definitely is. In fact, I don't even know how you're speaking right now. And there's clothes for all of us. Either way, (laughs) either way, you can find everything at whowantsbananas.com. You can find all our episodes there. Or if you even want to buy some merch and help support the podcast to make sure we can continue to do this, go to whowantsbananas.com slash store. Yay. Woo!